Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios in the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. Today is day 986 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective of today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays, reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. Lightning can be such a beautiful thing to watch, and yet it is quite destructive and dangerous. In the New Testament, there is another entity that falls like lightning, which may seem beautiful, but desires to destroy us. Today's essay will explore, Satan Falls Like Lightning. In one of the more mysterious verses in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus tells his disciples in Luke chapter 10 verse 18, Yes, and he told them, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. The question isn't about the what of Jesus' statement. It is clear that Satan is under judgment. Rather, the confusion is over when of the statement. It might sound like a reference to when Satan became Satan before the Garden of Eden, abandoning his status among God's heavenly host, but that conclusion would be too hasty. We basically have three options when it comes to figuring out the timing of Satan's fall. Before, during, or after Jesus' own time. Many people have offered opinions on this. Perhaps the most common interpretation is that Jesus is seeing or remembering the original fall of Satan. This option makes little sense in the context, though. Prior to the statement, Jesus had sent out his disciples to heal and to preach that the kingdom of God had drawn near to them. Luke chapter 10 verses 1 through 9 tells this story. They return amazed and excited by the facts that the demons were subject to them in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 10 verse 17 tells us, When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obeyed us when we used your name. Jesus replied to their proclamation, Yes, he told them, and I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. There is a connection between the kingdom, the defeat of the demons, and Satan. But if Satan's fall in Luke chapter 10 verse 18 speaks of an event in the remote past, why wasn't the kingdom established then? Why was Satan still powerful when Jesus showed up on the scene? Even with the kingdom of Israel under David and the presence of God in the temple, the power and influence of Satan is evident on nearly every page of the Old Testament history. The view that Jesus was referring to Satan's fall during his own ministry is better, but it is not without some problems. We don't read anywhere in the Bible of anyone casting out demons prior to Jesus' ministry. That display of power, as well as the announcements of the kingdom and the ruling authority of God on earth, is unmistakable. This is consistent with what Luke writes in the next chapter, chapter 11, verses 14 through 23. This is where Luke identifies Jesus as the one who handles the strong man. It is Jesus who binds Satan. With Jesus having bound that strong man, Satan, he and his disciples can plunder Satan's realm. 
This seems to tie in with what Jesus said after a statement about Satan, where he grants the disciples power over the forces of evil. Luke chapter 10 verses 19 and 20 tells us, Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. You can walk among the snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because the evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. But these verses also produce difficulties. Why do we read later in the same gospel and other parts of the New Testament that the disciples weren't immune from Satan's power, such as in Luke chapter 22 verses 31 through 61, 2 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 7, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18? This brings us to a third option. Jesus' statement refers to a time subsequent to his own. Since Satan was and is still alive and well, with respect to the ongoing opposition to the church everywhere, it makes sense that Satan's fall, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning, as a future event. The wording used by Luke, I saw, is quite common in the Old Testament for introducing prophetic visions, especially in multiple passages in the book of Daniel. My own view is a combination of the second and the third view. It seems quite clear that the rule of God began at the ministry of Jesus, but it is a rule that is in progress that will reach its final culmination in the future times. As we are here on earth as God's ambassadors, we are helping to bring in the kingdom of God. And as the Old Testament repeatedly reminds us, and as Jesus affirmed in Luke chapter 10 verse 18, on that day, the defeat of our cosmic enemy will be swift and final. And that will conclude our essay for this week. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue in the New Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay titled, The Healing Serpent. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live that rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us, and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to any of the past 985 treks or read the Wisdom Journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor. But most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal. And as we take this truck of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, Learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.